Welcome to Southwest Community Voices from the Shelburne County Community Health Board. Back as your host today, my name is Pam Bean, and as always, I'm joined by Elizabeth Bailey, coordinator of the Shelburne County Community Health Board and the producer for this podcast. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm great, Pam. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. And I'm excited about our guest today. Elizabeth, as you know, reliable transportation is vital if you live in a rural area like Shelburne County. If you don't have a car, it's difficult to get to work, shopping, appointments, or even if you just want to meet with friends for coffee. Since 2012, Southwest Nova Transit has helped to fill the transportation gap in our county. It's also one of the recipients of a wellness grant from our Shelburne County Community Health Board. Today, to learn more about Southwest Nova Transit, we're very happy to welcome Manager Renata Tweedy as our guest. Hi, Renata, and welcome to Southwest Community Voices. Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Elizabeth. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, tell us a bit about Southwest Nova Transit and how and why it came to be and the services you offer. Sure thing. Well, I wasn't around from the very beginning. I was their first staff member. Um, I joined the team about 10 years ago. But prior to that, from what I understand, the idea took shape where many good ideas do, around a table at Tim Hortons. And that was where a small group of Shelburne County residents first gathered to discuss, I, I guess what you would say, their mutual recognition that really the impact of any program, any service, uh, any business, any opportunity really would always be limited if the people who might most benefit from those things wouldn't be able to access them. Um, And I don't believe that any of that original group knew anything about transportation. You know, they knew their community. They loved their community. uh, uh, They saw a need and they wanted to make a difference. And that was how Southwest Nova Transit was born. In terms of what we do, I mean, on the surface, it's pretty simple. We provide rides to Shelburne County residents who need rides. And since our launch back in 2012, we've provided hundreds of folks with thousands of drives to medical and legal appointments, to educational opportunities, events and errands and recreations and social visits. We're a door-to-door service. So we are picking people up at their homes, taking them directly to where they need to go. And we're not just for seniors or for people who need wheelchair accessibility. We are happy to provide transportation options to any Shelburne County resident of any age to get to anywhere in the province. But certainly our focus for out-of-county travel is on helping people get medical care that isn't available locally. Uh, That's a big issue for us. In terms of how we do it, I mean, we have a very small fleet. Uh, It's just two accessible vans and two sedans. Uh, We also have some very dedicated volunteer drivers who use their own vehicles and they kind of fill in as needed because a lot of the trips that we do have a lot of time and kilometers involved. You know, almost every day we have at least one vehicle, sometimes even multiple vehicles going to Halifax, uh, the Valley, going to Bridgewater, certainly to Yarmouth. And that obviously affects our capacity, you know, because if We've got a driver in a vehicle doing a six-hour round trip to the QE2, plus having to wait for the appointment, which might be a 10-minute appointment. It could be a four-hour appointment. That means they aren't available to do anything else that day. So yeah, our, our capacity can be very small, but we 
do our best to accommodate as many trips as we can with the resources that we have. And we're very lucky. We have this crew of regular riders who are so kind to us and so flexible when we have to call them back and say, hey, can we move your errands to another day to accommodate someone else's medical appointment? We're very lucky that they are so good to us in that way. I I like to say that wrangling our schedule is always more chess than checkers. (laughs) And uh, I am constantly in awe of the lengths that our dispatch team will go to try to make things work. So yeah, that's the nuts and bolts of things. We do like to say, you know, from a broader perspective, from the very beginning, Southwest Nova Transit has been in the business not of transportation, not really, but of connection. People that join our team are interested because they appreciate the mission of wanting to connect people with their communities and with each other. And it's really lovely to be a part of a team that cares so deeply about that mission and really cares about the people that we serve. I mean, I've seen that expressed in so many different ways over the years. It could be as simple as a driver who will take a rider out for ice cream or who will take a back road on the way home so that the rider can see you know, the leaves changing in the fall. Or it could be as intensive as, you know, all of the work that goes into partnering with service providers like senior services or mental health, DCS, continuing care, the social workers at the hospitals, you know, to help try to create more comprehensive solutions for riders that have very complex needs. And and honestly, the focus on this was really unexpected for us, but it's become a really important part of what we do. So that's kind of us in a nutshell. Wow, what a great offering for a small but active community. How much does the service cost and how do people access it? Uh, Well, to access us, we have a dispatch team that is on duty Monday to Friday. We're a pre-booked service, so we do ask that people call us by at least noon, one business day before they travel. And uh, for important appointments or if you know ahead of time, when you need to travel, let us know as soon as possible. Because as I mentioned, we have a very small fleet and a very limited capacity. So we want to fit in as much as we can. Uh, in terms of cost, we are a registered charity, but we do charge fares because we have to stay sustainable and to help offset some of our costs. We actually have one of the lowest rates in the province, 50 cents a kilometer. But last year alone, I mean, thanks to fundraising, donations, grants, including a grant from the Community Health Board, thank you, we were able to provide over $27,000 worth of fare reductions to try to help make things a little more affordable for our riders who are paying out of pocket. You have to understand that in some of our communities, for some of our riders, even just to go to a local destination is a lot of kilometers. Uh, And that's without thinking about having to get to Halifax or or Yarmouth or wherever. So, you know, it adds up very quickly. So providing fare reductions, fare subsidies is a big part of what we do. And we also work really hard to connect riders who have particular need with like external funding programs that they might be eligible for and that we can then direct bill to. Renata, what has the response been like from the community? Well... I would say when you have such a small fleet and there's such a big demand, we can't be all things to all people. Mm-hmm. Um, and which that can cause some frustration for those people that have very specific needs that we just don't have the capacity right now to meet. And it causes us a lot of frustration and a lot of sadness too. But for those who we have been able to help, I mean, their gratitude is is immense. And we feel so privileged 
to be seen by our regular riders as part of their support structure and, and sometimes to feel like we're a part of their family. And it's not just individuals. I mean, something that I'm most proud of is how we've been able to support the work of other organizations and other service providers in Shelburne County. You know, we've heard from some of our partners about how much of a relief it is when they have a client who they're trying to help and they know that we're out there to play our part. You know, it's just one less thing for them to have to coordinate. And just on a personal note, um, if I can share a little story kind of from my own life, Elizabeth knows this, but my mm-hmm. mother is in Ontario. She was diagnosed with cancer during the pandemic. Go to the end of the story. She's doing very well. She doesn't need more treatment. She's doing great. So we're very happy. It has a good outcome. Great. But um, in the moment, holy cow, you know, she's very independent, lives alone, but she is elderly and I'm an only child. So it fell to me to try to figure things out from afar. And transportation, wow, became very central, very quick, (laughs) because her oncologist is about an hour away from her. And I can't even properly find the words to how good it felt when I realized that there is an organization similar to Southwest Nova Transit in her area that stayed operational during the pandemic and was able to take care of her travel needs. So let me tell you, I thought that I knew how important rural transit was before that. But since then, I, I have, you know, I have a far deeper understanding now. <laughs> yes, it puts it into perspective for us, doesn't it? Absolutely. I, I well imagine the community appreciates it. It's quite, quite amazing. And thank you for sharing the story about your mom. You mentioned a little while back that we had been one of the wellness grant recipients. And, and yes, that would you, would you have anything else to add or share with the groups about the wellness grants and the application oh. process, Renata? For sure. Well, first of all, I want to brag a little bit about our project because we were very excited about it um, and we're so thankful for the generous support of the Community Health Board through the Wellness Funds Program. We've been funded for several projects over the years. This year's project has kind of a three-pronged approach. So part of it is we're offering fare reductions to folks who have to travel long distances for medical appointments, which is a lot of our riders. We're also reaching out to offer transportation and delivery support to organizations in our community who have had to change how they operate during COVID. So as we're looking into the fourth wave, you know, we know that some may have to reduce again to just providing deliveries or things like that. And so we'll, we'll be poised to help them and uh, to be able to do that for them in affordable ways because of the grant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, we have been able to engage other transportation partners to help fill the gaps for our riders when COVID restrictions have reduced our capacity. So for us, during COVID, we have stopped offering combined service. So it used to be that if two people who don't know each other were going in kind of the same direction, we might put them in a vehicle together. But during COVID, understanding that when you're together sharing air in a small space, that's a risk factor. We have stopped doing that. And so because of the grant from the Community Health Board, we are able to then, if we have somebody that has a really important medical appointment, for example, and we just don't have room for it in our schedule, we can call up Queens County Transit in Liverpool or Hope Dial-A-Ride in Yarmouth or some of our taxi partners and say, hey, Mm -hmm. can you take this trip for us? We'll cover the difference in the cost, which has been so great for our riders, so great for our staff who's feeling all of this pressure to still maintain the level of service that we've always had. And then another part of that is that we've provided some taxi vouchers to the Yarmouth Hospital so that 
if a Shelburne County resident is being discharged outside of our hours, or we can't accommodate a last minute request for a trip home that folks that don't have anyone to drive them or couldn't otherwise afford a taxi aren't stuck there, they can use a taxi voucher and get home. So yeah, the funds provided by the Community Health Board this year are doing so much good and helping so many people in so many ways. And so thank you. But in terms of what we would tell other organizations, while the the application process is not particularly arduous, the, the Community Health Board is really clear about, you're really clear about what your focuses are. And so it's easy to see if projects that you might be considering are going to be a good fit. And I've just always been so grateful for the supportiveness of the process. Like it's not just you put in your application. If you're lucky enough to be chosen, you get a check cut and then that's it until it's time to fill out your final report. Elizabeth specifically, you know, you've been incredibly responsive and interested in our projects and in our work. And it's been so wonderful to make that connection and to feel like the community health board is really in our corner. So thank you for that. Well, we were very excited to see you become a recipient of that fund. Are there any other supporters that help fund Nova Transit? Uh, For sure. Yeah. I should first say, you know, we run a very tight ship, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but as we've grown and as things like fuel and vehicles and insurance and wages get more expensive, our costs have obviously increased a whole lot, (laughs) but we have fought very hard not to pass those increases on to our riders. Uh, And we've managed to not raise our fares yet in the nine years we've been on the road. Overall, I think fares make up about 20% of our budget. And oftentimes, you know, if you take the fare, even with the fare subsidy added on to make it the full 50 cents a kilometer, that's not generally even covering the cost of that trip that it's attached to. So the support of various levels of government has been what's really been important in keeping us on the road. So we are a part of a network called the RTA, the Rural Transportation Association. And that connects 19, uh, actually 19 going on 20 now, rural transit organizations in Nova Scotia who all receive some operational funding from the provincial government. So for us in Shelburne County, provincial funding accounts for about uh, 35% of our annual operating revenue. And then they also have other funding programs uh, to help with the purchase of vehicles. There's a program that helps with startups and research projects. Um, This year, there's a fare assistance program, which is providing organizations with money to help low-income riders. There's a vaccine support program to help folks have really low fares to go and get vaccinated for COVID. Uh, So yeah, province, huge supporter. Uh, We also have five municipal governments in our catchment area, and we get very substantial funding from the municipalities of Shelburne and Barrington. And then we get some smaller grants from the towns as well. And then the rest of our funding comes from fundraising and donations and from grants. Well, I'd like to say as a resident of Shelburne County, I'm really glad that Southwest Nova Transit is here. And Renata, as we close for today, can you give us an idea or a peek into what might be some of Southwest Nova Transit's future plans? Pam, to be honest, right now we're kind of in a wait and see holding pattern. I mean, it's surprisingly, it's very hard to make plans in the middle of a global pandemic, (laughs) especially when the work that you do involves putting people together in very small spaces and sharing air. And also when so many of our riders are elderly or have health conditions that would put them at greater risk should they catch the virus. But, you know, in the meantime, we're just continuing to prioritize 
getting Shelburne County residents to their medical appointments all over the province, helping folks get their groceries, uh, access services, get out to vote, get vaccinated, and just really to start reconnecting with their communities in COVID-safe ways. And we also just are always continuing to look for opportunities to keep what we do affordable for the folks that we're serving, which is why, again, we're so thankful to organizations like the Community Health Board who are supporting those efforts. What an astounding service. Renata, thanks so much for joining us today. It was great to have you on Southwest Community Voices, allowing our listeners to learn more about Southwest Nova Transit. For the Shelburne County Community Health Board, I'm Pam Bean, and this is Southwest Community Voices.